space or underwater? Which one would you rather live in? If you're underwater, um, you could get like cold and then you'll be constantly wet and then you'll have to evolve gills to live underwater. There's also dangerous animals such as shark and like poisonous jellyfish. So there's no, there's no, there's no sharks and stuff that could eat you in space. No. <laughs> Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where we ask children quick, fun, and thought-provoking questions to develop their creativity, critical thinking, and many other key skills in just a few minutes every day. Hi, my name's Kevin, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. As a parent, I was always wondering if I was doing enough with my children. So I started writing questions for them that were quick and fun to talk about, but also built key 21st century skills I knew they would need. When I shared the questions with other parents, they loved how it launched more meaningful conversations at home and the Kid Coach app was born. Turns out that this approach is perfect for parents of six to 12 year olds who want to be more hands-on in their children's development and for those seeking conversations to get their kids talking and thinking, but who only have five minutes a day to do so. So if that's you, then stay tuned because you're about to hear exactly how it works. In these episodes, my team and I will be asking lots of different children questions straight from the Kid Coach app, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. This week, we sat down with Cahill, age 10, to ask if he would rather live underwater or in space. Both are very isolated places with different challenges, and there's no real right answer here. So have a listen to how Cahill tackled this tough question. So Cahill, this question is all about living in different places. So think about space all the way up there. Mm-hmm. I think about underwater all the way down there. Space or underwater, which one would you rather live in? Right, so let's say you didn't live in land like we do today. You had to choose either living up in space or living down in the oceans and seas underwater. Which would you rather live in? Um. Um, I would live in um, space. Mm-hmm. Um, I would live in space because um, in space, um, if, in, because they're planning, wait, in Mars, they're planning um, for people to live there. Yeah, they are. Very cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I prefer it more than underwater because if you're underwater, um, you can you, um, you can get like um, cold. and then you'll be constantly wet and then you'll have to evolve gills to live underwater yeah i suppose if you didn't have a suit or a habitat or something yeah to live in right i mean but both of these places are really really difficult places to even exist yeah right in space it's super cold there's no breathable air underwater there's it's really dark there's no oxygen to breathe very wet. <laughs> um, there's also very high water pressure. You get crushed if you're too too far down. Oh, yeah, and in the in the water, there's also dangerous animals such as sharks. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Think yeah. about that. And like and poisonous jellyfish. Right, right. Which you don't get in space, really, do you? Yeah. So there's no there's no there's no sharks and stuff that could eat you in space. <laughs> no. Which is the I mean, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Which is the harder place to live in? They uh, seem to have different things going yeah, on. Yeah, I, I think that uh, 
C is um, harder. The C is harder, okay. Yeah. Why, why is the C harder? Because um, like, the C is bigger and it's like a lot of, if you look down, it's like, end, it's really endless. Then if you're in space, um, it's like no, in, in like Mars, you could like find them, like, yeah, a bit easier than C. Yeah, well, I suppose if you're on a planet in space, if you're on in Mars, yeah. then there's firm ground under you. But if you were just floating in space, that might be a bit different. Yeah. Yeah, so both they're both they're both pretty tough places, but you initially said that you'd rather live in space, right? And you referenced Mars as well. Like what is what is what, what's cool about space? What do you like about space? And I like that there's a lot of dimension, um, not dimension, yeah, dimensions like verses and universes. Oh, okay, very interesting. Hey, like, tell me more about that. If I didn't know anything about dimensions and stuff, well, um, because um, if you can go, if you go in a black hole, um, it can create a whole another world and universe. But then um, as soon as you get into the black hole, the pressure of it would um, kill you. Then you, um, the black hole is like a key to a different portal. It's like a portal almost. How exciting. Yeah, we, um, we have lots of theories about black holes, but indeed, maybe they're like wormholes into another dimension or another universe. Yeah. It's really exciting to find out. So are you saying that if you lived in space, you would... What you'd be more likely to visit a black hole or something? Yeah, but then unless you don't go too close to, then you'll be okay. Um, I mean, in either of these places, space or underwater, as we said, they're tough, right? They, you, you, there are th things you can't do there, like yeah. you can do on planet Earth. Uh, you can't, you can't walk without a special suit, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Um. Or, you, you know, I know you like football. You probably can't play football in space or underwater. It might be, might, be, might be tricky. And in the sea, you can't really eat. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. That might present a problem. <laughs> um, but thinking on the bright side, like, what, what could you do in space or underwater uh, that you can't do anywhere else? Um, in space, you could jump higher and do a lot of flips. Yeah, and then, yeah. There's no gravity, right? Yeah, and then underwater, what you could do is that you could swim anywhere you want. Swim anywhere you want. Yeah, I suppose. You mean you could travel all around the Earth so swimming? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might you might get tired quite quickly. Yeah. There's a lot of sea there. Yeah, you could also float, couldn't you? I really like that sensation of floating in both places, right? Floating in in the bottom of a pool or floating out in space. Not that I've ever done that, but I, I imagine that mm. that would be a, a cool feeling, like the weight weightlessness feeling. Yeah. Yeah. They're both quite risky places as well to live, mm. right? Space and underwater. Um, the, the sharks underwater, the, the, the lack of oxygen in space and, and all the rest of it. Um, they're, they're both what you might call quite risky places. I mean, what, when you think about that word risk, what, what does that word 
mean to you? What, what, is, what is risk? Uh, uh, risk is when there's a lot of danger and that could happen to you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that definition. There's um, dangerous things that can happen. Uh, is there anything good about risk? Like when, when might risk be actually a good thing? Um, if you're like a um, stuntman or, yeah, yeah, you would really want the risks. You want to take risks. That was your job to be a stuntman, jump out of planes and get run over by cars and stuff for a movie. Is that, is that what you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, let's say for the average person, you and I, who aren't stuntmen, I'm not a stuntman. You're not a stuntman, are you? I don't no. think. No, no. Okay. Just checking. Um, but so for the average person, why, why might, why might a bit of risk be a good thing or a nice thing? Um, because if there's no risk, there won't be like any fun in the world. Mm. Yeah, tell me, tell me more. Why? Because like risks could be um, fun, and like uh, instead of like the same thing, like there's nothing happened to you. There's nothing happening to you. Risks, um, and it could make you like me more alert. Makes you more alert, yeah, for sure. If you're in a slightly dangerous spot. Makes it more fun and exciting because otherwise, if everything's a safe bet, a sure bet, then it's like, yeah, I know it's going to happen here. The risk brings that element of uncertainty. It can be fun. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Of course, we don't want things to be too risky because we don't want to be um, always scared of what's going on. But a little, little bit of risk, a little bit of excitement can um, can help us focus the mind. Can be a bit of fun as well, as it would be. Uh, either up in space or down underwater. So we, we covered lots of different things there, but we really just started with that question, would you rather live in space or underwater? And I heard you say overall space, because I think you like the cool physics up there, the black hole possibilities and underwater be a bit wet, got to watch out for the sharks, mm -hmm. find it hard to eat and um, and such. And they're both really hard places to, to live in. Um, which sometimes as we think about hard places to live in or hard things to do, it actually makes us a little bit more resilient. It mm -hmm. makes us a bit stronger, you know, just thinking about how we would cope. And, and I ask you that question of, well, what's, what's the positive? Well, if you're looking on the bright side, what's actually good about living in space or underwater? And, you know, as you were saying, we could do things like um, backflips and stuff that we can do otherwise. So that, that just helps make things a little mm -hmm. bit easier. So, Good stuff, Cahill. Thank you for talking to me about space and underwater. Well done. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. 
I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.